came in. And I think that is important uh, to encourage and uplift and make a difference. Amen. So the book of Psalms, the 46th chapter, could have read different places with this thought, but I, I, I just thought, well, maybe this scripture here will really uh, fit in and uh, really be appropriate what we need. Amen. And uh, uh, certainly want to, certainly, again, want to be a help and a blessing. Amen. So the book of Psalms, the 46th chapter and the first verse, we'll read the whole chapter, which is not a whole lot of whole lot of verses. Amen. Uh, so let's, let's just read. God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. Of course, that's a very familiar scripture that we most know by heart. Amen. Therefore, will not we fear, though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea though the waters thereof roar and be troubled though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof Selah there is a river, the streams whereof shall make glad the city of God, the place of the tabernacles of the Most High. God is in the midst of her, that's pretty neat, ain't it? She shall not be moved. God shall help her in that, that right and that right early. The heathen raged. The kingdoms were moved. He had entered. He attended. Entered his voice. The earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Selah. Come. Behold the works of the Lord. What desolations he hath made in the earth. He maketh wars to cease unto the end of the earth. He breaketh the bow and cutteth the spear in sunder. He burneth the chariot in the fire. Be still. And know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. Amen. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Selah. Amen. I love them scriptures, don't you? Them yeah. beautiful scriptures. Amen. Just uh we could close our book and our, our Bibles and put our notes away and say that's good enough. But I, I want to bring a thought to us, and this is different. And uh, I can't remember where I was going, but I was driving down the road, and God put these two words in my heart. 
and I hadn't heard them in a long time. And uh, but uh, uh, this was instilled uh, a few years back, and I want to incorporate it into a message today: Homeland Security. Amen. Homeland Security. That's different, isn't it? For a title of a message. And uh, I kind of knew what Homeland Security was, but I kind of went and I just Googled it, you know, and, and, and just, uh, uh, here's what they say. They had a lot to say, but this is the real, the meaning that they give. Works in a civilian sector to protect our country within, within and, and outside the, its borders. Its stated goal is to prepare for, prevent, and respond to domestic violence. Amen. I just want to talk to us, amen, and relate that to the greatest security that ever was. And as I begin to think about this homeland security, they can only do so much. Yeah. They can only reach so far. And uh, and I didn't read and to prevent and respond to domestic violence and and emerges particularly to terrorism. So I'll finish reading that. But uh, they can only do so much. And they can only reach so many people and so many places. And, and, and you know, I, I, we've got to travel just a little, not much. But uh, you go in an airport, and, and I was thinking about this yesterday, and men, they have those dogs, and and you're walking, and, and, and I was walking down the airport, and here a dog, man, you know, I, I ain't got nothing. I'm, and here this dog comes and sniffing all over me, amen? And it kind of, it's intimidating, amen? Seriously, I, you know, I've never been out of the country much. That's about probably the only time. And, and, you know, I'm walking down the airport, me and Audrey, my brother, and, you know, uh, uh, just here comes this big dog, and, and you know, you don't know if it's going to bite you or what, and that big police man, you know, and you're nervous, and, and you know, you can't say nothing because, uh, you know, he's, and I don't mean this bad, uh, and because uh, there's, I'm not prejudiced at all, but he's a foreigner, amen, and, and you know, he, I don't even know if he can speak English or not, and, and but, uh, uh, you know, it's intimidating, uh, 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 and you know, that's, it's the homeland security, and, and, and I thought about my brother, and he's this guy that he looks just, you know, more like them than he does the American, amen. And so they pull him aside and they take him into a room and they're questioning him and they're looking through all of his luggage and all that stuff. And we're thinking, man, I hope everything's all right. Hope everything's good. Hope everything's wonderful. Hope he don't end up in jail. And, you know, all that stuff, amen. But I thought about Homeland Security and I thought about there's none like this divine, amen. There's none like, like God's divine protection, amen. Those people can do so much. The government can do so much. But I begin to think this week, 
God has an eye that's everywhere. Amen. God has a hand that's stretched all over this earth. Can I get a witness? Amen. Oh, God has a hand that's covering every little holler, every little byway and highway, every country, every nationality, every color skin. He loves them all. There's a divine protection. There's a divine protection. He don't need no dog that's trained. He don't need no artillery. He don't need nothing. He's a hand that's stretched out. And when he speaks a word, things begin to happen. From the beginning of what we know and we say is time. He created the heavens and the earth. He created it all. He spoke and things begin to happen. Oh, there's something that happened, amen. And oh, he has this security, this hand of security. And let us go on. Oh, and you know, he made everything. But my mind went back. My mind went to where humanity was created. Adam was made. And he said, man, it's not good for man to be alone. So here he puts Adam to sleep. And he takes that rib. He makes a woman a helpmate. A helpmate. And oh, can I tell you and what I'm getting at and what I really want to drive home. We're the prized possession of an almighty God. You and I are a prize. Oh, we're His handiwork. Amen. We're part of Him. He breathed in me. I become a living soul. Amen. He spoke things into existence. He brought the water in one place. The firmaments and all these things. But I want to declare a word over us that you and I were the handiwork of God. We are His prized Amen? Amen? We're His prized possession. Yeah. And something that's your prized possession, you're going you're gonna to have security over them. Amen? You're going to watch over them. The long arm of the Lord is watching over us. Amen? The long arm of the Lord is continually stretched out over His people. And I said this the other night. I think I did. Oh, we are the apple of his eye. We're in his pupil. You look that up. And that's what it means. Oh, the pupil. We're in his pupil. He's beamed down on us. He's beamed down on every one of us. I mean, he's got us in his vision. Oh, I can just picture it. My mind just pictures it. Oh, how you beam a light on something. Maybe that little different colors. You know how it is. Amen. Just those rays. And I just see God as I'm laying down at night. And I'm sound asleep. I'm a sound sleeper. Amen. As a fellow knocked on the door last night at 11 o'clock. Well, I didn't even hear him. Amen. I didn't hear him because I was a sound asleep. 
I'm for me, everybody's different. For me, 11 o'clock's the time to be asleep. Amen. Now, if you're up late, that's fine. But I, for me, 11 o'clock, man, it's time to be asleep. It ain't long till you're going to be up. Or for me, amen, not many hours you're up and you're starting your day. And everybody's different now, and I understand that. But me, I like getting up early and starting my day. Uh, did you order pizza? No. No, that's for 3 o'clock today. That ain't for 11 o'clock at night. 11 o'clock at night. Oh, it's for resting. I don't want acid reflex. I tried that a few times, and boy, that hurts. That really hurts. I remember one time I'm I'll get right back. One time I ate it. Man, I thought I was dying. I said, man, this is it. And I've lived to that. Amen. No more pizza until 11, 10 o'clock. About 12, man, I thought, Lord, I'm coming home. I'm coming home. I'm coming home. Oh, I'm coming home. I'm serious. That is funny, isn't it? But I said, Lord, I'm coming home. Oh, I'm coming home. Like Fred, this is the big one right here. This is the big one right here. Amen. But oh, listen to me. Oh, I said that to say God's hand is on us. God's hand, his security. Oh, he encamps his angels about us. And I thought, God, how sometimes those angels are around us and we don't even know it. And I'm getting ahead on my notes, but I'll just tell us. Sometimes a flat tire, we get so frustrated and blame God. And God, if we would just hear him, he's probably saying, I'm saving you from a major problem. I'm saving you from a disaster that's right down the road. I'm saving you from something that's called a tragedy. Amen? Yeah. Well, maybe not always, but now there's sometimes that there's angels encamped about us and, and God's saying, I, I'm just saving you from a lot of problems and a lot of trouble and a lot of heartaches. Amen? But we're all in that category sometimes. Uh, amen. We just want to blame God. And God, if we would hear his voice, he'd say, buddy, I'm just trying to help you. Buddy, I'm just trying to help you. You know, he just gets on our level sometimes uh, and says, buddy, I just, I just trying to help you. And don't be mad at me. Uh, amen. Just send an angel by your way uh, just to help you. Uh, I'm talking about a divine security. Uh, I'm talking about a security uh, that really works. Amen. Uh, I remember, you know, uh, uh, our security system at home. Uh, and, you know, uh, sometimes it'll work uh, and sometimes it won't. Uh, and, you know, if you don't program it just right, uh, it won't work. Uh, it won't work. But, oh, God's security. Uh, oh, I don't have to program. This was programmed uh, uh, 2,000 years ago uh, at the cross of Calvary. Uh, my security. Uh, oh, hug on Hey, I don't have to worry about programming it. I just got to hear his voice and read his word and live by his word. And God said, I'm going to be your security. Amen. 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 Sometimes that don't work. It has defaults. Amen. It has faults. It has errors. Amen. Amen. 
If you've got a security system, you know, air, that red light's a flashing, amen? Air, air, God never has a red light flashing, no? He's that security system, amen? He's that security system that works all the time, no? His hand is outstretched over all the land. Amen, ain't you glad of this divine security? Amen. Divine security, amen, amen? All of all this craziness that's been going on, I said, Lord, I'm in your security. I'm in your security. I'm in your security. Hey, listen, every time we travel, we got Psalms 91 with us. We're reading it. We're praying it. Amen. Because you go down the road on the interstate 80 mile an hour. It's not a safe place. Amen. You're passing in big trucks. They got a million miles on them. Hey, you never know when a tire's coming off. So, but I want to live in the divine security of an almighty God. Can I get a witness? Amen. Hey, hey, this, this is good. Amen. This is what I want to live under. It's not the state police. They're all right. But I'll tell you what I want to live under. Oh, the brand new sheriff that's in town. It's called Jesus Christ. He's all over the world. He's all over the world. He rules and reigns and has dominion over all. Amen. When he speaks, things begin to happen. Oh, our sheriff may speak and nothing happens. But I'll tell you when that guy speaks, an almighty God, things begin to take place. Divine security. Divine security. Divine security. Amen. This Jehovah Jireh. Amen. This provider. This security guy. Amen. He, he makes provision for all. Amen. I thought about uh, uh, the children uh, uh, of Israel. And uh, in Exodus 19 and 4, God reminds Moses and the children of Israel of their protection. How they, and, 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 and God begins to remind them how that, that he, he parted the Red Sea. He began to go over on dry ground. Amen. Not soggy, dry. He reminds them as they begin to get over that he allows the water. He allows the water come back. He reminds them that oh Moses remember I said from this day forward you'll never see that enemy again. Amen. And then if you read on in Exodus 19 and 4 he says something like this. He says this. Oh he just illustrates as, a, as an eagle's wings. He said I bore you on the wings of an eagle. And all I thought about God's divine power. And, and, and you know, I don't know much about an eagle. I really don't. But oh, I've read just a little bit. And they say their wings go out like a seven foot. Amen. They'll go way out there. And they sing, they're as strong as they can be. I mean, they got so much power in them wings, man. Amen. And you know, it's not only soaring higher than yesterday's wind. 
but I've read oh, they're a divine a protector for their little ones oh, from the sun amen they're, they're sailing high and their little eaglets they get under them wings and they are protected amen they are protected and then I've read oh that they can fold them wings under them little eaglets and in the cold and the rain they're protected oh they're protected so they protect them from the sun they protect them from the wind and the cold and not only that but I have read oh that the eagle them little eaglets when they're ready for when that mama's ready for them to get out of that nest that comfort zone amen They'll just flutter their wings. They'll run them out of the nest. And you know what? They may not fly good at first, but that mama swoop under them. And when they begin to fall or feel like they're falling, she'll catch them little eagles. She'll take care of them. Amen. And oh, ain't that good to know that God, He's protecting us. Oh, He's that eagle. Oh, He protects us from everything like that eagle mama protects them from the sun, the cold and the rain. Ain't she glad of the divine protection of an almighty God? The divine protection from everything that's going on. Everything that's going on. Oh, God's protecting. God's keeping. But I want to just talk a little bit more about oh, when that mama gets ready when them little fellers are just getting to the right age that they need to fly, but they're just comfortable where they're at. Oh, she flutters them out of her nest. And oh, she won't let them fall. Ain't that like God? Sometimes He pushes us out of our comfort zone. Sometimes He'll push us out. But he'll never let us fall. He'll never let us fall. He'll be right there to pick us up. Though we fall a dozen times, or we're about to fall, or we may fall, you know what God's going to do? He's going to pick us up, brush off the dust, and say, son, let's do it again. Daughter, let's do it again. And pretty soon, we're walking pretty good. Amen. Pretty soon, we're flying pretty good like that eagle. Amen. Oh, it don't take many times until it's flying. Amen. Mama's taking care of it, though. Mama's not leaving them. Amen. Ain't that the way God is? Sometimes we just hate like crazy. If you're like me, God's pushed me out of my comfort zone and it took him a while because, you know, I really loved where I was. I knew all about it. Amen. I knew what I was going to do, when, and how. But see, when I, God pushed me out, I didn't know when, how, where, what because it was new territory. Yeah. That little eagle, that little feller, it's happy right there in that nest. Happiest little feller ever was. But he has to learn to fly. God's wanting us to learn. He wants us to launch out. He's wanting us to fly higher than yesterday's wind. Yeah. Oh, he said, I ain't never going to let you fall. I'll never let you fall. I'll never, ever, ever. I take
take him at his word, don't you? I'll take him at his word. He said, I'll be there. Amen. I'm your security. I'm the one that catches you. Yeah. I'm the one that gives you life. And oh, them children of Israel, God done great things for their life. Ain't you glad he's still a cloud by day and a fire by night? Yeah. He's, still, he's still leading us on our way. Yeah. Amen. He's still a cloud by day. He's a fire by night. He's everything. Amen. Oh, I want to be in his divine protection. Amen. Just like that little eaglet. Oh, that's in the divine, is in the protection of mama. Amen. I want to stay in the protection of God. Amen. Amen. I want to stay in the divine protection of God. And see, I have a choice. I can get out of divine protection, out of God's will, and out of God's plan. I want to stay in God's plan. Amen. I want to stay in God's plan. I want to stay in His will. Amen. I really do. I really do. I want to stay right where, where God wants me and helps me. Amen. Jesus will do. He'll do. I, I thought about this, and I, I, I've actually talked about this in times past. Amen. But Psalms, a um, couple first places in the Bible, or a few places, talks about the Lord being our shepherd. And we're a sheep. We're the sheep of his pasture. Can I tell you something? I don't know if we've read much about sheep, but sheep are always in need of help. Amen. They're in always in need of something of help they're always and I wrote this down there's not an animal as helpless as a sheep and we're the sheep of his pastor <laughs> I never want to get to the place where God I don't need you I don't need you they need so much attention. And you know, they need a shepherd, this natural sheep. They need a shepherd that is courageous enough to protect them from the wolf, the lion, and the bear. Amen? When one comes, they'll rise up and devour the enemy. I'm going somewhere. Then there also, the shepherd has to be tender, loving, and caring enough when that sheep varies off from the fold and they're having their little one. Amen. If you read about them, they'll vary off to have their little one. But that shepherd goes and finds, and it stays, he stays right there. And just, and you know, you know how it is, you know. Everybody talks to their animal. Amen. I mean, that's just a natural thing. That's just a natural thing. We all do. It's just nothing. Amen. Uh, and some people, they'll baby their animal. That's okay. That's all right. Amen. There's nothing wrong. I can imagine. See, that shepherd, he's had them sheep. He loves them sheep. He's talking to that sheep that's having that little one. And just petting on that little feller and saying it's going to be all right. 
saying it's going to be all right. And oh, when she has that little one, and you know, everything is complete, he packs that little lamb right back to the fold. Tender love and care. Not only does he have to be courageous, devour the lion, devour the bower, bear or the wolf, he has to be tender loving and caring and taking good care of that sheep and that little lamb. Do you get the picture? That's my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. Yeah. I'm the sheep of his pasture. Sometimes he's got to devour the lion. Sometimes he's got to devour the, the wolf. Sometimes when that old, the enemy is roaring like a lion, he's got to take care of that problem. Amen. I'm talking about divine protection. Then we're all alike. Sometimes I need a little tender love and care. Sometimes I get discouraged. Sometimes I need to hear him say, Paul Bailey, it's going to be all right. Me and you going to go through. Me and you going on. Me and you going to make it. Me and you is going to make it. We're going to get through the fire, the storm, whatever it is. That tender love and care. And you know what his voice, some people's voice, they can encourage you if they see the, say the least little thing. I mean, you can mount up and say, I'm going on. You know, you strut. And I believe that's the way the Lord is. When he begins to speak to us, you rise up and you say, yeah, Lord, me and you going. Me and you going places. Amen. Because he has that knack. And you know, he ha I'm, I'm just speaking our terms. He has that ability. And some people have that ability. Man, I can just pat you on the back one time. And buddy, you're ready to go. You're, I, I believe that's the way the Lord is. Amen. It's that divine protection. That divine protection. Ain't she glad of protection? We're the sheep of his pasture. We're, he's our shepherd. Amen. And I like that too. I take him at his, as his word. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall <coughs> not want. He's going to lead me. He's going to carry me. He's going to take me where I need to be. Besides still waters, greener pastures. That's exactly where I need to be. Amen. I like peaceful things. I, I like peace. Amen. So that's peace. He's my divine protector. He's my divine protector. i got to hurry. Amen. Psalms 18 and 10 says, and you know this scripture, we quote it all the time. I want to talk to us about it. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. And you and I, the righteous, run to it. And there is what? Safety. I've read about that verse right there a little bit. And you know, they say that back in those times in the wilderness, they would build towers. When the enemy would pursue them, the children of Israel or whoever, that they could run into that tower and lock the door, the border, the walls. Remember what I read? To secure the borders, the walls. That strong tower has some good walls, I believe. But here's the key to it all. And just the Lord birthed this in my spirit. It was left to them to run to the strong tower. Amen. Amen. It 
was left to that individual, when the enemy was in pursuit, to run, get in that strong tower, and find safety. You see the picture? The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it, and they are safe. Let me run to you, Lord. When the enemy is in hot pursuit, let me get in your divine protection. Let me get in your divine protection. I've said this before, but I want to give God some glory. He gives his angels charge over us. And I forgot this while ago. I want to mention it. I really do. And I'm a firm believer in this right here. He gives his angels charge over us. And when we need help, he'll disp dispatch an angel. First time we ever went to Florida, and this has been years, Becky was a little bitty girl. She's 20 now. No, she wishes. Me too. <laughs> but listen, we was in Florida. Four or five o'clock in the morning because we used to leave early, coming back home. We would get lost because we have no GPS back then. Boy, that was a long time ago. Wasn't it? And, uh, and we get lost. We really don't know. So we're praying. It's foggy, very foggy. But over on my right, I see a light. Now this probably don't mean much to you, but it does mean. I see a light. Now I'm honest. If I ever remember, she can tell you, pitch dark everywhere else. There's no street lights. I'm honest. If they was, I didn't see them. No street lights. But right yonder, and it's a gas station, there's a brightest light ever. And I believe the Spirit of the Lord said, you go right there and you'll know what to do. And I whip over the exit and I go straight to where he's at. And he looks as bright. I mean, he's illuminated. I know this sounds crazy, but it's the gospel truth. He's shining bright. And above all, it's a big, big, big parking lot and he's sweeping with a broom. <laughs> Who in the world would do that? Seriously, he's sweeping with a broom. Sweeping with a broom. And, and again, don't take this bad, bad. I'm not prejudiced. This guy's white as snow in Florida. I'm serious. I remember he's as skinny as a rail. I'm telling you, 100 pounds soaking wet would do the guy. Sandy brown hair. I can see him now. It's never left me what that guy looked like. Amen. White as snow, sandy brownish hair. And he speaks like me. <laughs> Amen. And I don't mean that bad. I'm giving God some glory. He speaks like me. And if you've ever been to Florida, they many people speaks like me. Amen. They mean, and I'm not, I'm not being mean. I'm just being honest. I'm not prejudiced. I'm not anything. But I'm giving God some glory. Amen. God seen I needed something. He sent an angel. I really believe it. Put a light right where I needed to go. He put a bright light. I can see it. I heard the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it, and there is safety. Amen. He got me right back where I needed to be. Made good sense. Now listen, if you're like me, I, I, I've asked for directions before and they didn't make a lick of sense. Anybody else with me? Why well, I was so lost, 
I was worse shape after I talked to them than before I ever did. But this guy made perfect sense. I done exactly what he said, and it got me right where I needed. <laughs> Amen. Now you tell me God's not real. He has a divine protection. Amen. Hey, that's the only time that's ever happened. I don't know if it'll ever happen again. I don't know. But all I know that time, that was a divine intervention. God sent an angel by my way. Nothing will ever make me think any different. I believe it. I know it. I'm persuaded in it. God's real. His divine protection. The name of the Lord is like a strong tower. I had to find that. I had to be looking. There it is. God's real. God's real. Lord, I got a lot more to preach about, but I better quit. Amen. I love preaching about this right here. Amen. I, I'll end on that really good note right there. Divine protection. 